I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And welcome to My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, the show for people who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. I am Tom Crane and my co-host Simran Shah go into the homes of brilliant guests and share their favourite takeaways with them just how they normally have it. That's the gist. I'm glad you're here. That is the gist. That is the gist. So, Tom, I've just realised that we say, you know, those who like food but can't always be bothered to cook it. Just to be clear, we like cooking food. We do, yes. We? Of course, of course. I do like cooking food. Like, <laughs> I, I, I do cook food because I feel like occasionally I've met people and they're like, yeah, so that you're the guy that only eats takeaways. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, can, I, I cook. I can properly cook. Well, properly. I can properly cook. You know what? Anyway, I just want to get it off my chest. You love cooking. It's been a tough weekend. You've got 30 jars of Dolmio sauce in your cupboard. You've got some penne pasta. <laughs> <laughs> you know your way around a kitchen. I've got basmati rice in in a pouch, Crane. Exactly, yeah. you know your stuff. Um, so I, I'm feeling a little worse for wear, but I've not really done anything this weekend, whereas you, Crane, you feel fine, but you were at Glasto. Glastow. I was. I can't say that. I can't. It's so cringeworthy saying it like that. Well, you've said it now. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's done. It is what it is. I said it that way. I stand by it. How was Glasto? Uh, Glastonbury, the uh, Festival of Performing Arts, as I refer to it, um, was great fun. It was actually, it was, it was so much fun. I had a really good time. Um, also, I had no disasters this year, which is good. Last year or three years ago in the last Glastonbury, I went and I managed to drop my house keys down the long drop which was, um, that was quite a low point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, obviously the next question is, did you try to fish them out? Well, this is the worst stuff, and I, the worst bits in around. I don't want to be too sort of visceral about this, but um, should we just say the mound in the long drop from everyone there was tall enough that I could reach my keys and get them <gasps> out again. How awful is that? So, yes, I did get them back but the fact I could get them back almost makes it worse. So uh, oh that was last year. That was God. the last time I went to Glastonbury. Okay. This Glastonbury, though, possibly the greatest thing that's ever happened to me happened. Uh, this is going to blow your mind, Simran. Uh, you know the comedian uh, Ivo Graham? I do know the comedian Ivo Graham. Very, very funny, funny man, man. Uh, of, uh, you know, Mock the Week and all these things. Very, very funny man and a very good friend. Um, it was my birthday uh, earlier in the year, and he couldn't make it, and he got me a birthday present, which he didn't have a chance to give to me then, so he gave it to me at the Pyramid Stage at Glastonbury this year. And the birthday gift he got me was <laughs> an Go official uh, Deliveroo driver's jacket. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes, please. 100% yes. That is fantastic. A deliver- an- Hold on, is there an official Deliveroo driver's jacket? Is that? I've never seen Deliveroo driver with an official jacket. They do. It, it's it's you know that weird. Green, it's a sort of like greeny kind of uh, shell suit top, basically. I'm googling um, this right it, now. Almost like a sort of football football training top. Oh my god! Yes, of course this is it. Yes, I know. I know exactly. Yeah, it's quite and it has, cool. it has a Deliveroo it's logo. Quite cool. uh, yeah. It is quite cool, and he gave me that yeah. complete with the tags he bought that it is online. Excellent. So yeah. This is, it's a thing I didn't realise I needed, but I now have. It's oh. so great. Um, it did, did have a few issues, though. First of all, so I, I wore it around Glastonbury, which was kind of 
was fun, but did have a few annoying things that wherever I went, people were just constantly asking me if I had their food, which did become quite <laughs> quite annoying. Like, initially fun, but after like genuinely the 300th or 400th time that someone was stopping me to ask if I had their delivery, it became quite annoying. Um, there was quite cool. Um, one bit when I, I was sent off to go and get food from the food trucks for my mates while we were watching someone at the other stage, I brought back all the food to my friends wearing the delivery jacket and the, oh, the looks I got from people as I was coming with this food as, as if my friends had kind of had, had pulled off the greatest stunt of all time and got a delivery driver to come into Glastonbury with a takeaway for them. Was everyone like, why is this delivery driver now sitting with those people and eating with them? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. I think that's probably the loneliest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, then. He's come to Glasto on his own. Exactly. Imagine getting to that point in life where you order a meal for two and then the delivery driver turns up and you go, the second course is for you. Join me. Oh, oh, yeah. if, that, if that delivery driver is then going inside, then that's their, that's, that's their problem. But you know what, Crane? Crane, yeah. talking, of, talking of delivery drivers, we were sent a video, weren't we, earlier this week? We were indeed, yeah, indeed. Uh, uh, this blew my mind. Uh, fill everyone in on what this was. So we were sent a video of a festival goer waiting in the Glastonbury queue. I presume you were in a long Glastonbury queue, were you, Crane? So, yeah, the traffic on the way to Glastonbury was really, really bad, as always. Yes, as you always. Stuck really in traffic for ages, yeah. But can I ask you, did you do what this festival goer did, which is order a Domino's to be delivered to their car, and the Domino's <sighs> turned up and delivered it to their car? Now, I have to confess... This was Crane's original idea for a takeaway delivery. What, what yep. was it called again? What was it? What was the name of you? What was the name of you? Did, well, there's a variety of things knocking around. I mean, I, I think Meals on Wheels was one we kind of kind of got close to settling on. Just to be specific, my idea was that uh, you have a pizza van on a motorway that kind of that seeks out traffic and opens it hatch and it, it serves people pizzas when they're stuck in traffic. This is slightly different. This was um, a festival goer who got stuck in traffic who rung Domino's and told them which traffic jam they were in, which uh, was the A386, apparently, according to the newspaper article in the Bristol Post. And then a Domino's pizza delivery driver found them in the traffic jam and gave them the pizza. How cool is that? It's amazing. That is such a cool... The thing is, is I was in a traffic jam this weekend as well, and it was genuinely the first time I thought, and I was starving. I was like, I could order something to the car. Why, do, why, yes. why don't I do this? So I, I feel... This is about to happen, Tom. This is going to happen. This could become a thing within the year. Let's make it a thing. I mean, I, I was wondering if there's kind of, if there's just a general life hack thing here, which is like, if you're driving down a road and there's no service stations and you're hungry, surely you could just go, okay, there's a lay-by in 15 minutes. We're going to book the Deliveroo or Uber Eats or whatever for that lay-by. You pull in there and wait for it to turn up a couple of minutes later, and then you just get on your way. I mean, that surely this is something people need to be doing more. I suppose that the one thing that the one difference between what this festival goer did and what I wanted to do was we were in standstill traffic, and the delivery driver was ah, going to come and hand okay. it in. Whereas your idea was, as your car is moving, the delivery driver <laughs> is alongside you, throwing the takeaway through the window at the same time, which feels to me quite a lot more je jeopardy. Oh, <laughs> I got very confused. I, I just realised you're referring to my initial idea, which was that the motorbike kept pace with your car as you're driving along. <laughs> yes, that one. That was the original idea. Not the one that I slightly improved to uh, having a sort of a pizza van in stationary traffic. Yeah, no, the initial one was mad. <laughs> you're completely right. That was <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um, they're, they're, you're right, though. The jeopardy is part of the excitement of it, because I suppose the worry with that situation uh, that she's done here um, is that she's ordered the pizza. There's a chance that the traffic is just going to ease and you're going to set off and then you've ordered a pizza and you're not going to be where the pizza turns up. But maybe that's just part of the fun of it. Maybe that is just part of the risk. I guess you just give them the, uh, the, the, the number plate of your car crane so that they don't just, they're not there completely lost. Let me just say, so you're on a motorway, okay? It's stationary traffic. You order your Domino's. The Domino's is on the way. The worry, of course, as we know with motorways, is it can, snap, it can just ease immediately. And before you know it, you're back up to 60 miles an hour and you're racing down. And you can't expect the Domino's pizza delivery driver to follow you all the way to Glastonbury. 
That's the problem. So I think there's only a certain distance they'd be willing to travel. So there is a chance that you order the pizza, the traffic eases, you're off on the motorway once again, and uh, and he can't catch you. That's the point. So uh, there is a risk. I there, is a there is a risk, and it, will, and it will be just one lucky driver about 10 cars back who will then get the <laughs> pizza. Oh, you're right. Imagine that. On your app, seeing your pizza being delivered to a different car in the traffic jam. <laughs> there is one thing. There is one thing about this, though, Simran. There's a video that's been put on this article. I think it's worth briefly saying that thank you to Zoe who sent us uh, the link to this. I've watched the video of this successful pizza delivery. A couple of things. First of all, they don't tip the guy. I mean, come on. If someone's oh, found is... you in traffic, you've got a tip, surely. If they've weaved yeah. through traffic to find you in a traffic jam. It's got to be a tip. I the agree. They've also, they haven't ordered any, and I know this is how beady-eyed I am, they haven't ordered any garlic and herb dips, which any does dips. really annoy me. Yeah, I <laughs> saw that. Dips. No garlic and herb dip. What are you doing? You've got What's a dry pizza, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's the point? Exactly. I know. Anyway. I agree. I agree. So thanks, Zoe, for sending that in to us. Um, as always, if there's anything weird you've seen in the world of takeaway or any weird takeaway stories you want to send us, um, you can get in contact with the show. You can email us on hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com and you can also contact us in these other ways. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You can follow us on Insta on My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, on Twitter on Fav Takeaway Pod, or email us hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. Right, next up we have the very funny comedian Thomas James Gray, also known as Tom Gray, who rose to fame with his YouTube videos with uh, Lads, Lads, Lads about a stag do. And he is now recently starred in BBC Three's Peacock. Uh, it was a really great chat with Tom. We had some sushi and we chatted about all things comedy. Enjoy! So we are joined this week by the brilliant Thomas Gray. How are you, Thomas? Very well, thank you. Very hot. So we should probably say that we've not ordered anything. So this yet. is a, this is a weird one. I'm going to plunge this. Do you think it's ready to Please plunge? Do. Oh yeah, Tom arrived and asked for a coffee. So there's I, a, a I plunging don't happening. It's probably either too much coffee granules or too much. Water. I think I don't, it, I don't this coffee. feels very good. Does it? Okay, yeah, great. So it feels like a good. Sometimes so, you can't. I was supposed to order the sushi for you, but then the bedtime for my children. Went just terribly wrong, and mm -hmm. we're because we're recording this in my house, and they refused to go to bed, and then the sushi wasn't ordered. So well, we're sorry. gonna have a situation we haven't had before, where we're gonna get you to order. Oh wow! In the episode, and we'll wait, we'll we'll chat, and we'll see if the food turns up. Okay. And we see what you think of it. First of all, uh, what are you using? Deliveroo, Uber Eats. What are we going for? What are we, what are we using? Talk us through how you normally do this. Well, normally what I would do when I order is I would, I would get uh, Uber Eats because okay. that's the one McDonald's is on. Okay. They do charge me delivery, whereas delivery is free. So I want to ask you again. However, <laughs> now that I'm on a slightly better eating schedule, delivery is far better for other things. And okay. I imagine the sushi is probably on delivery. Okay, Am yes. I correct? Well, they, they, they are both great This is just not to say that Uber Eats doesn't also offer lots of great things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're on uh, Deliveroo. Yeah. I, I can already feel that I'm on my favourite Deliveroo, which is lovely, so I'm excited about this. Uh, we're going sushi. Yep. So we'll type this in and I'll pass it across to you. How are you then sorting this? Let's, let's see how you're doing this. Navigate okay. through this app. You're, okay. you're on the sushi thing. Okay, so what I'd do is I would do... Um, usually I'd go quickest delivery. Okay, because not, he's... not tempted by hygiene ratings as a... Absolutely uh... not, no, 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 not, not at all. Um, although, 
No, not at all. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to go top rated. So you're, saying, you're, is, you're paying, right? Yes. <laughs> top, top rated. <laughs> the thing is, okay, so we've gone top rated. Uh -huh. I would say with something like sushi, you don't necessarily need a speedy delivery time. Because yes. if it's a hot takeaway, then you might want it to get there quickly so it doesn't yeah, that's get cold point. on the way. Yeah. Interesting. Sushi, unless you're getting hot sushi. No, 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 I'm not. Then I think you can go for a top rated. Also, if, if it is delivered later in the evening, which is normally cooler than the rest of the day, it doesn't mean your sushi will be arriving cooler as well. So technically... It might even arrive with sunglasses on. <laughs> when this awful heat sort of subsides a bit in about two hours, that's I, when you want your sushi to I turn found up. one called... Can we say the names of them? Yeah, please do. Bel Air Sushi. Okay. Ooh. However, it's... I will point you to something that would worry me there. It has very good reviews, five stars, but ah, only I'm... 11 people reviewed it. Correct. That probably means that it was all, it was themselves. People yes. know. Yeah, okay. okay. So, okay, yeah. so we're going to go next, which is 4.9, Japanese restaurant and bar. Three ache, sake, maybe is how you say it. 245 reviews. Great. See, for me, I That's need 500 plus. Basically, this, 500 this, plus? App, this app maxes out on 500 plus. At that point, you He's know. He's got a good point. Have you got, any, have you got any 500 plus options? Yes, yet? I have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay. I'm going to go Shibuya. Oh, okay, there we go. 4.8. And I also I do know that one is expensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that, that. You, le you led me down this path. I was quite happy to have my Bel Air sushi. With <laughs> yeah. But you kept Which jabbering on, didn't you? Five-star and described as cheap. Yeah. Okay, well, that's my only... Uh, I'll tell you no, what, go actually. Go for it. I'm going go to. Go Shibuya. I'm going that's to. Fine. So we're going to go Shibuya. Click. Okay. Okay. Now. What to get? Well, I'm going to go with potentially some chicken goza. Goza. Oh, Goza. Goza, lovely. Don't is, I mean, this is going to be a rather painful process if you're just going to try and read out all the names <laughs> okay. of, of, on the on the menu. I don't know the, the, how, how deep am I going? Am I telling everything I'm doing? No, no, no. So why why do you assemble the order and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk to you about takeaway And am I ordering foods? for you as you guys as well? Or are you yeah, going to yeah, watch me order? Order a few bits. Order a couple okay. of extra dishes. So we're going to go, we're going to get that. Lovely. £6.20, that's extremely expensive. I think this is even, even worse for uh, radio for people now. Are you simply turning it to, I'm going to get that, that's £6.20. <laughs> <laughs> At least a second ago you were naming the dishes. <laughs> okay. OK, so growing up, OK, let's, let's step through your takeaway story. Sure. Did you get takeaways as a kid? What was, what was your... Where did you grow up and did you get takeaways? I grew up in a small town called Felixstowe in Suffolk. Yeah. And uh, we had... It was mainly fish and chips. Ah. Was it coastal then? Coastal, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fish and chips... There was one Indian restaurant, one, yeah. one Chinese, and then, um, and then that's sort of it, really. How often did you get fish and chips, then? What was your... Well, growing up, you're sort of very much conditioned by what your parents like. Yeah. So it was fish and chips or Indian. That's kind of what we had. And okay. I was very much a calmer man. Yeah. I wasn't were very you? adventurous. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, as a kid, yeah. I mean, I've branched out since, but... Um... What were your parents like, then? Were they, were they also sort of reluctant? When you went to an Indian restaurant with a family... I just think... I think that generation had less of a palate than maybe we do. I think they were... Yeah. They were coming out of the war generation where you had to eat sort of tins of corned beef. Yeah. And then, you know, fish and chips was a real <coughs> sort of novelty. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, is true. true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've abandoned the previous one. And we've gone with something else, haven't we? There's been a dramatic twist. There's been a dramatic <laughs> yeah. twist in this yeah. ordering. Yeah. Well, the, the one we went for was too high class. It was just all from from what I could tell. It was just little bits of raw meat, and I wasn't that keen on that. I like the I like sushi looking like what I thought sushi was, which is the rolls. So, but Tommy, you you've chosen a sushi yeah. takeaway, which I don't think we've had before. We have had sushi with Ellis James and Izzy Sutty. Did we? Oh, did they order sushi as well? We did, yeah. And they were doing it because they wanted a bit of a health kick, and you're doing it because you say you're also on a bit of a health yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. And so if you didn't order sushi... Yeah. What would McDonald's. be your go-to? OK, McDonald's, yeah, right. Yeah, Right, now, you, we usually <laughs> save this till the end. <laughs> yeah. But we might as well ask you now, can you tell us, we'd ask this to all of our guests, what is your go-to McDonald's order? I want to see your workings as well. You've got to yeah, show the workings, to show back up working. why you well, thank you very much for asking. Uh, <laughs> usually, uh, so where I live, there's uh, three McDonald's options. One, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, then there's two that are quite close, but then there's another one that you can get. And I've slowly worked out... So there's so many problems with McDonald's when it comes, as I'm sure you're aware. The chips can be soggy, the, the burgers aren't warm, all that sort of stuff. So I've figured out the exact one that I use, because it's pretty reliable. So you think there's a different standard of cooking absolutely. between the three McDonald's? Really? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And also, thinking about it now, it might be to do with distance as well. Because, yeah, but anyway, so that, that's what I would do. They've got a better head chef, is that what you're saying? They've got, <laughs> they've got a better head chef, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I would get a, obviously, a Big Mac meal, large. Yeah. And then this is where I'm going to surprise you. 
five double cheeseburgers. What? No, <laughs> no way! Now, hear me out. <laughs> Absolutely. You eat the Big Mac meal. Uh, yes. You lick your fingers. <laughs> yeah. You eat one of the double cheeseburgers. Now, this is the trick. You put the rest in the fridge and you just leave them. And they get cold. But then later in the evening or the next in day... The but you put them in the... Um, so freezing cold, they're quite hard, they look horrible. You're like, if I offered it, you'd be like, no, thank you. Put it in the... Put it in the um, microwave Not the freezer. Oh, okay, sorry. Minute, <laughs> and it's even more delicious than it would have been the first time. No. What? Another little tip is you get no, a no, chicken... Can I just cut you off a second? Yeah, yeah, can just just that, that isn't a tip. No, <laughs> <laughs> what you just said so is, you is madness. Eat one cheeseburger, you eat one double cheeseburger fresh, you store the rest... This is why I'm now eating sushi. You store the rest <laughs> in a fridge. Yeah. Would you then reheat in a microwave a day later? A day later, an hour later. Okay, yeah. right. And it's, it's a better eat. quality. Don't judge me. <laughs> Why have you got five of these little side burgers? It's a good question. <laughs> That's too it's, many, it's, isn't you it? Know, it's, you know, you want to be stocked up. It saves me on ordering. Have you tried and tested this method? Have you tried, say, whether well, McChicken Sandwich, and that's not yeah, so good so, in the so fridge? They don't, so McChicken Sandwich, the trick with them is that you actually you can't do it. It doesn't really work in the fridge. But uh -huh. you get that and you, um, onion, you get double onions. On a McChicken sandwich? On a McChicken sandwich. Sounds mad, but the crunch is... It doesn't sound mad after what you've just said, but the opposite. <laughs> so yeah. you order a McChicken sandwich with extra onions? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's an interesting mix. OK, and yeah. how, how, about a, how about dessert? Are you a McFlurry guy? Or? I just... I, well, no, I don't have... To, for heaven's sake, I don't have a dessert. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> this is... That's incredible. So let's step through all those things. First mm -hmm. of all, how have you found out that there's one of the McDonald's near you is the one to go to? I, well, I, I <laughs> used to live with a guy that was pretty savvy to his uh, local cuisine, and so it was his yeah. tip. In fact, the cheeseburgers <laughs> in, the, in the fridge was his tip. Yeah. I, I responded the same as you guys, and then I did it, and then I apologised quite profusely. OK. Because he was, he was correct. Wow, okay, wow. that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. And then um, and then with the extra onion, so you're going out on that big... Are you saying to the to the person at the till, add it? Is that, I wasn't even aware that was a thing you could really do it with McDonald's. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I didn't realise. Well, you don't do it at the till, you do it on the app. In person, it's a different thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. In and person, then... I get one cheeseburger and perhaps, uh, I don't know, a water. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're yeah. not in person buying yeah. four cheeseburgers in a little mini fridge. You're know, it, when, when it comes to my five cheeseburgers, I'll take them. But like, the food's here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, so no one's there. It does your sort of fast food madness extend to other fast food places then? It, it, uh, do you have weird things? Let's say let's say Domino's do you, or, or KFC. Are there, are there things you KFC do? KFC I don't like because KFC... I mean, KFC is delicious, but one bite and I get a headache. It's just too... I don't know what it is about it. Really? One bite of what? The fried... Is it the fried I don't, chicken? Yeah, fried chicken. thick, dry chicken in a... In a Salty, salty thing. Oh, yeah. That just sounds delicious to me. It does. I, my, my mouth just. <laughs> it, but I, I'm not. I'm not a massive fan. And and how Domino's. No, I've got no tricks. I just just. What is your Domino's order then? Well, two for Tuesday or whatever the thing's called. And okay, then... yeah, one goes in the fridge. Four for Tuesday and three. For <laughs> four for Tuesday, three yeah. for Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. what is that? <laughs> and then just on that, so just to go back to the middle a bit. Are you are you a condiment guy? So would you dip your burger? A, so I was a, a condiment guy until I discovered. So when I when I would order my pizzas, when I get my two for Tuesday, yeah, the garlic sauce dip, you know the big thing. Oh yeah, we yeah. covered it's more it. More calories than like a Big Mac. Really? I would. That stuff would like. Yeah, but no one's no one's knocking that straight back out of the thing. Like. But you do polish off more than one uh, in a... Uh, I mean, uh, you've got I've not polished off a whole jacuzzi tub in one sitting. I have easily. You have come close. You and I, when we, at Maybe your house, we, we had, had actually, a big pot yeah. and yeah, you, you, went, you went through most of it. I didn't say anything at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually order yeah. two. I keep one in the fridge for the next day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so are you are you someone who gets many takeaways or do you cook much or what's your sort I of I started vibe? to cook more, yeah. I, started okay. to cook more. I used to just eat exclusively takeaways. Did you? Yeah. How often was that? Like literally seven nights well, a week? Well, I eat every day, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone's, early. someone's on telly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be, it would be quite often, um, and then, yeah. but then also, you know, sometimes your, your bank account's not as healthy as yeah, as as it sometimes is, and so you cook. Yeah, of course. And then yeah, you yeah, try yeah. And convince yourself it's for health reasons, but it's not. So you're so growing up then. So you, so you had Indian food, and, the, and you uh, had fish and chips occasionally on yeah. on the beach. Um, when you went to uni, when you first had money, when you first sort of were able to well, buy... I, went to what, Scott, what, what, I was at university was, in Edinburgh. Okay, so what, what we were your had, eating like, habits like then? Oh, real bad. There was this well, thing called... Um, I can't even remember what it was. It was like a, it was a box deal. And it was like four pounds. So it was a 12-inch pizza box full of chips, donna meat, and then you'd get just uh, burgers, 
and then just covered in sort of garlic mayo sort of thing and then cheese. It was one of these great, it's it, oh, the same sort of place that, you know, you'd take a Mars bar and it would deep fry it for you. It was just horrendous, but then you'd try and like, you'd, you'd all get one and try and compete to eat the whole thing. Oh, and who would who would win those competitions? I wouldn't win those. I, I'm very quick eater, but I have a limit. Of you are a quick eater. Yeah, I've, eat, I've eaten with Tom Gray many well, times. I'm, I'm and from a big family, very, so very you, quickly. Yeah, if you want seconds, you have to finish. Yeah, quick. but yeah. you don't. So I think there are some people who eat quickly. Yeah, but then don't eat a lot. They just eat what's in front of them quickly. But also, my grandpa told me that if you eat quickly, it bypasses your stomach. Yeah, well, your grandfather's well, lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My other grandpa told you me, tell me my other grandpa said that you, you had a separate stomach for pudding. So you get to dinner and be like, oh, no, no more vegetables. Oh, the, two stuff. the two of them together. Oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. Is there, a, is there a particular sort of culinary low that you can remember at any point? Yes, okay. I once thought I, 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 I came back drunk one night and I had a Rustler burger yeah. and I put it in the a toaster. Which is bad enough anyway, but I turned out I hadn't even plugged the toaster on, so it wasn't even in the toaster. It just it just sat there for a bit, and then I ate it raw. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god! You ate it raw. Ish. <laughs> oh. How wow. I did realise halfway through what I was doing because the texture was very clearly not. Halfway yeah, through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you about? Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't disgusting. <laughs> The general standard of a Rustler burger. It takes you half of a Rustler burger before you yeah. realise it hasn't been cooked. It wasn't, yeah, it was, oh. it was not a proud moment. Fortunately, I was on my own, so there's no witnesses. Do you think, do you think then, that eating takeaways on your own, especially mm -hmm. if it's, like, a big one, yeah. do you ever feel a sense of guilt or shame sometimes when I know I shouldn't have one? Mm. I know I shouldn't have one. If it's, like, five, six days in a row, Yes, shame, but like not. I mean, I've been ill, I was ill this week, and so I got quite a few takeaways and, and felt absolutely great about it. I mean, it's yeah. comfort food, right? It's, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tom, recently you were in Peacock on BBC yeah. Three, okay. but people who are listening to this might recognize you from YouTube videos yeah. that you started 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, quite probably. a long time ago. Yeah. But there was they all went, loads went massively viral, and I think people probably quite interested to know why you started doing them and then what, what, how you responded to the, like, well, I started the massive doing, popularity. I started doing them, well, I, so I'd started a, I started a master's at Durham. My family lived in Durham and I'd gone to school in Durham, so I'd felt like whilst everyone was out becoming adults and living their life, I'd, I was taking the same bus I'd taken to school. So I was sort of half-heartedly doing that, but then writing comedy, but I was writing scripts about, you know, some cool 20-year-old boys living in a flat thinking that, this is what everyone would want to read, but then finding out that every, I don't know, producer or whatever had a list of scripts from the same sort of age range writing about the same stuff, so it was incredibly unoriginal. So I decided to just do the character stuff on the internet, and then um, you and I are actually at Stag Do, and um, we didn't have internet because it's in the country, and then I came back and they just, I, I never found out really? why they did well. They yeah, just they, gone massive? They went massive, yeah. Or the stag do, I mean, none of the other ones were the stag do. <laughs> so you, you, you don't know what it was. So, so people haven't seen it. So this is a character of a lad who's just come back from a stag do and is trying to give the idea that he was part of the laddish behaviour and really everyone loved yeah, him, but there's, yeah. there's a sort of tragedy to it. It's actually <laughs> clearly he was bullied and put upon yeah, yeah, yeah. and wants to be well, part of the group. He's, he's that guy that, every, like, you know, you'd roll your eyes out if he's in your group, but if anyone else had a go at you'd stick up for him. Like, we, yes. we, we all went to school with that sort of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super annoying because you're annoying, you know, it's that, it's that sort of Do thing. you think that's why it generated so much attention? I mean, I walk around with Tom and literally I would say, at least five times a day, someone will be shouting lads, lads, lads at you. <laughs> I'm not going to contend that. Is that it's not, true? Not five times not a five day. Not five times a day. Ten or twelve. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It did, there was a period where it was quite a lot, yeah. yeah. It's l l much less so now. Because you said you created a catchphrase. Yeah. Which oh. is quite rare. Yeah. <laughs> the lads, lads, lads thing, I'm, I am going to stick my neck out and say I did come up with, but it's now been used in like Ladbrook adverts wow. has been like you came back from this trip it had gone massive and then what was your reaction to this were you, were, were you immediately fear, getting fear. noticed <laughs> was it really was it what kind well, of weird I was teaching I was teaching uh, yeah. history and um and so I remember I, I mean I struggled anyway with discipline because naughty kids I had a particular fondness for <laughs> right. I remember trying to tell one of them off and he he looked at me and quoted a line from the thing and I suddenly I was like oh and then started to realise that all that they all kind of knew. And then it was parents' evening, no and the way. parents came in, and like, they, I couldn't even talk about their kids. They were just like, "Oh, we've seen you, such a good." But, so, <laughs> oh, so they were so they were complimenting you on the video rather than yeah, what they, do you do of yeah. making these silly videos? You be teaching our kids about everything. No, no, they loved it. Yeah, no, well, I was also. 
pretty good at teaching. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, let's, let's talk about this. So this lads, lads, lads character, you, there's, that's someone who uh, is trying to get pissed and be out with the lads and sort of enjoy as much as you can. When you are out, getting hammered, it's 3am, you're walking home, what is your, what's your guilty takeaway pleasure? What, how, what are you doing when you're really hammered? And, and actually, what's and the first on... food that comes into your head? Yeah, yeah. Donna Kabam. So Donna Kabam. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, where are you, let's say you're staggering out of a club at half two. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that, but yeah, go on. Yeah, probably with two ladies on either arm. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I stagger out the opera at 10pm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a great kebab shop called Angel Kebab in... Notting Hill, where did, not Notting Hill, where did I, where's 596? Kings, uh, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. But you know, it had a sort of Jamie Oliver eats here thing, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll check this one. But it was really, really good. So that was my go-to for a long time. Okay. Uh, but, but, I mean, it's not like high quality food, is it? So I'm not particularly fussy. I just want that greasy, greasy Would you? <laughs> so when you order a donna kebab and you're drunk, mm -hmm. I'd say there are three options available to you. Mm -hmm. Option one, you're eating it in the restaurant. Option two, you're wrapping it up and eating it when you get home. No, I just walk with it. Are you walking and eating with it? You're a walker and eater. Yeah. You're walking and yeah. eating I it. I can't, no, I, if I've got Sorry. a delicious, if I'm hungry, in that, not right now, but if I'm drunk and I'm super hungry, that's the thing I want, yes, and I've got it. I'm then not gonna wait half an hour till I'm home to get my knife yeah, and fork on my plate. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my face in that. The thing about the Donna Kebab is they make it, it's not a panini, you can't just pick it up and I'm eat well it. I'm well aware that a kebab is not a But I would contend that you can pick it up and eat it quite easily. Really? Without, well, no, you just you without, hold it like this. Without spilling? You scoop out quite a lot of the meat first. So okay, it's so thins, so you've got thins, it thins. So is, is this a pitta or a wrap? It's a pitta. A pitta, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, although the angel one was a, was a wrap, that's a good point. Yeah. So you've got and a little plastic knife and fork, so you're walking and doing no, all but this. I, I take Tom's point of Thanks. when when it's open, you eat the meat until it yeah. starts thinning down, and then you go for the pizza. You, yeah, you okay. don't even need a fork, it's just, I mean, again, oh, just bare hands. 3 a.m., hands I'm mouth. drunk, or whatever, you, the mad situation you've painted. You're probably going to some, some cool ass party as well, aren't you? Yeah. So you've got to get rid of it. Sounds like me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, so I, I can't. I really cannot get my head around the whole walking and, and eating. eating thing. I can't at all. I'm well, very much the sort of person who well, comes home, gets a plate, the knife and the fork out, the ketchup, switches on the telly, sits cross-legged on the floor and eats it so, like a little boy. So if I had the patience, obviously that sounds way better. No, I'm not going to deny that. Would, sounds better. Would you, I mean, are you are you saying you never walk and eat? Would you never, I never walk ever walk and eat? So I once was with a with a uh, someone who was my boss at the time. And we were in a rush and he was eating. We both went to Pret and he got a sandwich and he ate his sandwich on the move. And I looked up to him and I was like, he's cool. Did you... <laughs> Hang on, can I just say? <laughs> so I said, I'll start doing that. And from that moment on, I now eat whilst walking. You I'm do right eat So I'm, I'm, okay with it. I'm a bit baffled that this is so straight. Have you, has you never seen anyone walk and eat? <laughs> well, I'm not, obviously he doesn't. Tom Crane does let not walk and okay, eat. Okay, let me paint you a situation. You've not eaten for five days. <laughs> Suddenly Why? I've allowed what, you what's to... What's happened to me? <laughs> the next town is 20 miles away. Yeah. Suddenly uh, uh, you, oh, you were... Chained to a radiator. <laughs> you were chained to a radiator, exactly. You find some food, you find a place to eat, you get your food, it's, it's four miles back to your house, yeah. but you've not even for five days. Do you stick to your ridiculous this, this principle? I, I, <laughs> I'd say that's not, a, that's not a real world question, is it? Oh, these have all been real world questions. <laughs> 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 it is, but mine at least is within the context of a normal night out as opposed to the fact I've been kidnapped. But, okay, 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 let's do it slightly, bring this yeah, slightly more, more, in the real world. Okay? I think it's more if, you want, if you want to, I'll bring it. Yeah. You're grabbing a cold sandwich from a uh, shop on the street. Okay, okay. And you've got to go out later on that evening. Yeah. You're not, the op option of going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you saying but you would you sit? You would, would you, you sit? Eat? Yes, I would sit okay, and eat the sandwich. Enough. So you'd find a fucking right, bench. Now, can I tell you why I do this? Yes. What if you could find a bench? I think floor? a lot of the pleasure of food is taking the time to focus on the food. I'm so not so focusing on the cheese and onion sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be, it's <laughs> gonna be awful. <laughs> maybe, maybe you do take a little bit of time to inject it with a bit of magic and a bit of thought, it'll be better than it would be otherwise. So I, I like this sort of... A bit of magic! Imagine the food critic from Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this? A bit of magic! Yeah, yeah. You take one bite. <laughs> a bit, 
I hear trumpets and jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I but do. Did magic with your BLT? I genuinely <laughs> think focusing on your food helps you to enjoy your food more. It's the same way. It's the whole idea of eye gate, which is what something that chefs do. Is where they think about the way the presentation of the food is. Yeah. So it's less about it's less about the manners and the etiquette. So if I, what if I gave you a sort of bib, but it had a table here with a knife and fork? So okay, you could yeah, walk, yeah, yeah. but you could you could you could maintain your decorum. What are the legs doing? So there's not your legs are moving. That's not my legs are walking. But you've got table. But it's the same. And there's a, there's also a TV attached somehow. <laughs> None of this affects the muscles in your back, don't worry. <laughs> would, would that be yeah, okay? No, okay, that would be fine. Okay. That would be fine. But I would not. Uh, I make a point of not looking at the uh, things that are walk going past me as I move along. So, you, I so you've got the sort of horses. I'd be like, you believe me, yeah. they would be looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'll ask you a question about walking and eating. Let's really delve into this. What what wouldn't you walk and eat with sushi? Would you walk and eat with sushi? I mean, I would, but it would, I wouldn't be. Would you be using your chopsticks? Because I, I think that might look a bit mad. That's a good question, actually. It's not. It's not friendly. It's not sort of. Sushi. Yeah, no, I don't think what I would. What about hot soup? <laughs> Yeah, hot soup I would, yeah. Foot at the football. Okay. You'd, you'd, have, you'd, have, you'd have Bovril, not that I've ever done that, but... You'd have Bovril. You'd have Bovril. Chinese takeaways, sweet sour chicken and egg fried rice. If it was in one of those boxes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A full okay. curry. Okay. Um, um, a blancmange, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> it's funny to watch, then. It's funny to watch. An omelette. Yeah. Well, let's ask any listeners listening to this, if you, I'm interested to know, do people walk and eat? Am I alone in this? Is anyone else... Back me up on the fact you shouldn't be walking and eating. Phone in now and we'll... Yeah, phone <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's, that's your sort of 2am drunken order. Let's talk about sort of glorious meals then. Is there a meal that sticks out in your mind from your past as the first time you thought, wow, that's as good as... Yeah, bangers and mash with uh, sweet corn and um, gravy. I know that's very simple, but boy, it's good. So talk us through the first time you experienced bangers and mash in this way. I don't really remember it. It's just my mum used to make it on sort of Fridays or something. So it was... Yeah, and also she'd stick the sausages in like that so it's kind of cool what poking well, out like on. you need to describe that so it's a bit like the um yeah like, like a kind of like, like the o2 like, like like the o2 <laughs> like the o2 like the o2 yeah yeah okay with your bangers and mash yeah with your o2 bangers and mash yeah. and gravy yeah. what kind of sausages were they well <laughs> originally they would have just been cheap richmond ones because i was a kid and my mum could get away with it but then they slowly developed into cumberlands oh lovely yeah or, or and other sorts. Like and would that. you have a condiment with this? Sometimes mustard as a glider. Yeah. But never ketchup? Never ketchup. I don't like ketchup. My flatmate at university would have ketchup with every meal. And after about two years of living with him, and he would eat it and he would always be like, oh, I fucking hate, I hate ketchup. I was like, why do you? He's like, well, it's one of your five a day, isn't it? So it's like, it's an easy one to... I was like, sorry, what? He's like, it's just one of your five a day. It's tomato. Like, but it is not one of your five a day. <laughs> It's tomato-flavoured sugar. <laughs> that is that is very bad. It's very bad health. So no, good health mayonnaise, actually, I'm a fan of. So and sometimes mayonnaise and ketchup mixed up like that. Oh, I, yes. I like that. But ketchup so do, you, do you have weird food like? So for me, I, I like. I really like. I've talked about this before, but I like Oreos, salt vinegar crisps, and milk in my mouth at the same time. Ooh. So I like that. So that's my weird food combo. Is, are there weird things that you like? Yes. Either? Dairy milk chocolate melt in your mouth. So it's all over your tongue and everything. Cheese and onion crisp. I promise you, it's absolutely delicious. Sounds gross, but no, I don't think it's so delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, just my question to the two of you on this mm. is: Are you saying that as a one-off taste sensation in the in the mouth, it's fantastic? But are you getting through all your crisps and all your Oreos in the same way? I would. Yes. Yeah, I would. I would go through. Yeah. So you'd eat, probably have a whole packet of dairy milk, oh, yeah, a whole just, packet of cheese, no, no, and you crisps. One little, you know, what a thirty p dairy milk. They're probably like a pound fifty now there, but just a normal small dairy milk. And then a sort of maybe a family bag of cheese and onion walkers. Really? But you okay. The oh, only right. weird part for me is that you're putting it in, letting it all melt in your mouth. Yeah. So are you sat you there to wait? How, yeah. how, how long does it take it melts in your Blow, mouth? Hot how hot is your mouth, bro? Oh, you can get pretty hot in there. <laughs> so, just a bit more on condiments. A question we asked our listeners last week was Would you ever dip your crisps in condiment? Would you take a walker's cheese and onion and dip it in some ketchup? So, what's your list? Okay, so the, the condiments are what? When Tom said your condiments are what, he put his whole hand up, expecting five. So I'm going to try and give you five condiments. You didn't, you didn't see this hand. <laughs> Ketchup, mayonnaise, yeah. mustard, yeah. salad cream, horseradish. There you go, horseradish. Done. What was the question? The five condiments. How many condiments are there? How many five? There's more bread, than that. He just asked for five. Yeah. I've offered five. Would you dip crisps in ketchup? Would you dip crisps in mayonnaise? Would you dip crisps in mustard? I never have, but I'm open to the idea of potentially dipping it in mayonnaise. Do, but so never, mayonnaise ke- never, never tomato sauce, no. 
Uh, sorry, never uh, catch never up. Never catch up. Yeah. Okay. What did What did your listeners say? Well, we had a lot of different reactions, but the, a lot of uh, a lot of emails about that. Actually. A lot of emails about that. I think the general consensus was that a crisp is like a potato. Sure. And you would dip oh, the potato a great, a in point. ketchup, so there's no reason why you wouldn't dip crisps in a condom. I'm going to go home and try it. And then, and I then think you maybe I can write try. in and let you know. So that's one of your weird things you're into. With takeaways, are, are, there, are there things that sort of annoy you about takeaways? Are there, are there, are, are there gripes you have well, with yeah, takeaways? Well, yeah, I mean, the standard things when the wrong bits come or yeah. the temperature of it or... I've ordered a pizza a few times where it comes and you open it up and it's all on one side and folded. Ah, uh, now, now are you the sort of person who would complain about a takeaway? Yes, I am the sort of person that would complain about that. I think that's absolutely within my rights when I've just paid money for it. So your pizza's turned up, it's folded over on one side. Mm -hmm. You sure it's not a calzone? Well, the, pro <laughs> <laughs> the problem is sometimes, like, because when there is an issue, you have to take a photograph to send it to them, don't yes, you? Yes, you do. But sometimes, if it's just heat, if the issue is that it's cold, how do you take a picture of something that's to prove that it's cold? You're going to put the little emojis, little freezy emojis. Or you talk... That's <laughs> not going to convince them, <laughs> yeah. is it? You need to sort of have you lying on some, some part of your body that would traditionally be sensitive. Is that our food? You, want, you look absolutely fine. That, our, our food is turning up now. Is oh, it? Uh, oh. There you go. Right. But that is right. They do, they do make you send a photo as yeah. proof as if they think you're lying. Yeah. The weird one was like, often if there's something missing, you've got to send a... F this is the one that doesn't make any sense. It, you say, OK, the chips didn't turn up, and they say, can you send us a photo yeah. of the items that did turn up to prove that the chips didn't turn up? Well, what I do in no, that case is I just have to... If, if I was lying, yeah. I'd have the just... chips out of the shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing somewhere Jeez. else. Yeah. <laughs> I see a loophole. Right, I'm going to go collect our sushi from the door okay, here. Great. This is this is actually the first time it's actually happened. Uh, this is on, a live um... delivery. Yeah, it is indeed. Okay, so the sushi has turned up. Oh, in time. Okay. Do you reckon if you get to the point soon with this podcast, you'll get these for free? Because I'll be like, yeah, oh, guys, we are yeah. waiting. We have. We yeah. Waiting. Well, okay. So if we you're have. Listening. Talk us through what we've got here. So we, those are. These are. Sushi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With salmon and rice. Salmon sushi and rolls. And some wasabi. I've done wasabi before thinking it was, I mean, everyone's, I mean, it sounds like a lie, but I did think it was sort of, well, just not, not wasabi. Not, not yeah. as hot as it was. Oh. Chicken gyoza. Wasabi's a weird thing. I think wasabi is awful at the moment you stop eating wasabi, by which I mean... You have your first bite of wasabi, and it's, oh, it's awful. But if you if you keep, it, well, this is kind of with wasabi peas. If you keep going, it's sort of it's quite pleasant in the period of. If I keep going, I don't really stop and think about what this is like. Oh, yeah. I quite like it. But the end one, I'm like, oh, this is... it's one of those weird ones where I don't enjoy any of it, and yet I liked it. It's so <laughs> yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah, it sort of adds something that somehow isn't taste. And well, some aubergine. Got, so we've got some fried gyoza, some fried aubergine, mm. some. Salmon roll. That's aubergine stuff. So good. Is yeah. it actually like caramel or is and it just? What is this? This is some chicken carriage, which is kind oh. of um, a Japanese fried chicken, and it's very, very good. There's sort of uh, soy uh, dipping sauce that goes with it. Do you miss the experience of going to a takeaway to pick it up? What do you think about the fact this guy has just turned up at the door? He's a lovely man. I appreciate him taking the time to do that, but. The experience of going to a takeaway when you're younger. Takeaways were, were a little bit like it's like peer pressuring your mum or dad, and then they'd finally give in. So it's like yes, right. and then getting to go to help collect it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And sitting in the little would chip you, shop, would and you, also I'd get I'd get uh, do you remember scraps. Did oh, you scraps. guys? What do you mean scraps? As in leftovers? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, it's like um, the bread crummy batter. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm okay. talking about? Yeah, you'd get batter for free. Oh. And so, like, me and, my, me and my, we just get a pita bread with batter and... and oh, delicious. So that was a would, you, would you eat the takeaway in the car on the way back? No, because I was under the authority of my parents. Or and, they, and they wouldn't allow that. Were they quite strict when it came to... What was, like, no. <laughs> the eating etiquette in the grey household? Uh, hold your knife and fork the right way around. Pronounce your T's. Get on with life. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were eating this at home, because we're sat around the table here, but normally if you had a takeaway at home, what's, what, what's your vibe? Are you eating in front of the telly? Are you sitting down at the table and making it all nice and formal? I think, what are you well, doing? I think well, I'm, I'm the eldest of five children, and I think when I started, when it was just me, there were sort of rules. They tried to sort of impose, you know, etiquette and manners and stuff, but as the house filled with children, it was just a free-for-all. free-for-all. Yeah. Right. And is that why you 
eat so quickly, Tom? Yes, that's why I eat so quickly, said man. <laughs> <laughs> but what about now, though? Would you eat it in front of the telly, or would you...? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would? OK, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, line of duty, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, mm. oh. right, how is it? Let's, let, what, yeah. what, what are we starting with? Thank you with? very much for this, by No way. problem at all. So let's start with the chicken carriage. So this is uh, sort of like Japanese fried mm. chicken. OK. Let's see it? how it is. I ate mine, I mean, keeping your character, mine's gone. Is it already gone? Yeah, maybe I could just have another one. Oh. Yeah, have another one. I do find... Um, Not bad, is it? If you eat something that's very, very hot, how quickly can you compose yourself whilst it's in your mouth, burning you? You just go... Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. It's happened. You OK? Then and there. Wow, happened. that was arrogant of me to... <laughs> <laughs> really well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm quite good at dealing with fresh out of the oven hot food, where my girlfriend is, gives everything like maybe three and a half days after it's been cooked before oh, really? feeling she, she's ready to really? it. Yeah, yeah. How are, how are you with spice? Good as well. Yeah, I think I'm quite good. How are, you, how are you with spice, Tom? I think I'm quite good, yeah. Is that because have you built up a spice tolerance over time, or do you think you've always been quite good with spice? No, I've not always been. As I say, like, kormas were my, my go-to thing, but it becomes a sort of proving yourself Thing, spice, mm. doesn't it? It's a bit of a man test or something. I remember my dad, I remember going to a restaurant. Do you feel manly now? No, no <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but I remember my dad once, we were in an Italian restaurant and uh, he ordered, I don't know, some spicy dish, spicy pasta thing, and the, the, the waiter was like, it's pretty hot, you know. He's like, no, 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 just make it as spicy as you want. And then the chef came out, I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it came and it was, it was glorious, just one mouthful, and he just stopped. And his sweat was almost immediately pouring down his head. <laughs> so they had, he had this whole plate that he just oh had to finish in order to prove himself. Oh my god! Yeah, not just... in, yeah, and then was in a mood for the rest of the evening. Good. All these are good. So I really like that. I tell you what, I do like about the that, way that they have delivered this takeaway is that they're in these white boxes that yeah. remind me of America. Chinese takeaways in American yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think that's what you don't really get in Britain. Yeah. I think everyone... These are all open and we're here trying to crack the case. Exactly. This is it. <laughs> yeah. This is it. We've got 24 yeah. hours left. <laughs> yeah. There's a surprise witness that we need to call to the yeah. stand. It's so true. And I don't know why it is... And you want the that... Chinese temple on the side as well, yeah, if you get it for a Chinese takeaway. That's so, what I've always wanted. Yes, why, exactly. Why, yeah, is, yeah. why is that a sort of aspirational thing? I've never really understood why I've completely... It's, right, it's that, it's like... It's, it's the context it's, it's in which the, they're eating it. It's the steam it. coming out of the, the road in New York. It's, the, it's all those yeah. things that we've just grew up watching. But even things like... It's like friends. It's sort of uh, people, attractive friends, hanging around and laughing and seeing sitcoms that we grew up watching. That's kind yeah. of, you know, what it is, isn't it? It's yeah. part of that sort of American culture that we want to sort of... I don't know. But it's also... It, it, it's, it's a more exciting presentation, this little white box of the something that alludes mm. to China on the side, if it's a Chinese takeaway, as opposed to just generic Tupperware that you get <laughs> from every takeaway yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world now, be that Indian or Chinese or where it happens to be. It feels like it speaks to the restaurant it's come from. I think that's kind of it. I always quite like it when they do it. I actually quite like it when they write a little message on the side of a bag. I'm kind of into that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, what what message? This is, you know, what's the word? Good for the planet, right? Exactly. All that plastic yeah. that you get. Whereas if you've got a, a plastic Tupperware covered in cling film, that you rip open with a fork or a knife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you shove that straight in the ocean. That's not great. There's a burger restaurant I go to that always sends a, has a little message on the side. Really? What? A, a personalised like, message? It's really, I hope you enjoy it. Have a great meal. Uh, <laughs> have a lovely weekend, that sort of stuff. Well, well, hand, handwritten. Handwritten. And you with a smiley face. Yeah. and sincere. It's quite touched. And I write back on a different bag. And we sort of <laughs> 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 we become firm friends, yeah. <laughs> OK, so that's the Korean fried chicken. Let's okay, move so on to the eggplants. Mm. Right, or aubergine. Or aubergine. Aubergine. I got a message from Ed Gamble last week that said, your opinion on cooked aubergine has been all over the place on this series of my favourite takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently. So I need to... I try to explain to him what it is. I, I, I have a sort of bumpy relationship with aubergine, basically. Absolutely. So I hate, yeah, it. I hate it when it's mushy. That's what I hate. I, so I hate it when it's sort That's of like... That's quite mushy, though. When it's in... But no, they, they, it's not... They, there's still a bite to that, so I, I like see. that. Okay. So it's been fried, but I have yes. a problem with stuff where it's like in a moussaka and it's all mush. That's my I like, that's I like my it issue. when it's. I, I like it. that. It's like it's like a little sort of. It's like a boat full of soft, gooey, caramelly 
that. I, yes. Don't like that at all, but you don't like that. But then I said I like. I said I do. For instance, I do like smoked aubergine. I eat baba ganoush, and he simply said baba ganoush is mushy aubergine. So I kind of I, so, I have a confused relationship. With it, so, so where are you now in your relationship with with? So aubergine? I hate it in ratatouille. I hate it in masaka. I hate it in those sort of things. I hate really? that mush. Yeah. So let's try this. So it, how is this? Is it good? I think it's really. I good, think it's very. I nice. think it's a bit mushy. I, I think it's I got enough it's a bit crunch. Much. I think it's probably got enough crunch for you for you not to be, feel like it's over-mushed. Mm. That's very nice. A few sesame seeds. We've said mush quite a lot, Sesame it? seeds don't really yeah. do anything, do they? But it's a nice when they chuck them off. Yeah. yeah. I, miss them shows... when, I miss them when they're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think the aubergine was nice, although I think sometimes it can become a bit more caramelised and it hasn't quite achieved that. So I think something... Uh, out of ten, what would you give it? Six. Mm. But good. Um, nice. I, I would say eight, but then that's because I don't have issues with it like you do. So. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I'd go six as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually, I've changed my mind. I'm going to be six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we, get, we eat a lot of good food. Yeah, we do eat a lot. Because you okay. put five Big Macs in yeah. the uh, and <laughs> likewise, and I eat lots of good food. The, the fried chicken now, Craig. I thought that's very nice. I would give that a seven and a half to eight. Um, the salmon rolls, Tom. What do you think of those? Um, I really enjoyed them. They were light. They were fresh tasting. <laughs> Um, Sounds like a sarcastic interview for Great British Menu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were they were exactly what I was expecting. They're quite boring in many ways, but that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah. So yeah. nine out of ten. And then finally, the what were they? Chicken gyoza we had. Yeah. Oh, they were good. They're always good. Those things. Okay, so overall, very good meal. I think not a bad, not a bad meal. Yeah. And it arrived within the yeah. The, so the, every time. the name of that place, we should say. Was Fuji. Well, well great. That was a joy. Thank you so much. Thank you for a joy. Thank you for spending time with us. Yeah. Well, thank you for buying my dinner. And thank you to Fuji for your excellent food. Thank you, Fuji. Thank you, Fuji. That was the very funny Tom Gray. Uh, tune in next week, guys, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and review. See ya. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.